Welcome to Friends and Experts, where sometimes I talk to friends, sometimes I talk to experts, and sometimes I talk to both. On this episode, we're going to speak with Anthony Freeze of 24hourmedia.net about the top films of 2019, along with what's coming out in 2020. Since we recorded this in December, Anthony made some bold predictions about the Golden Globes that actually came true. We had a great conversation about what made the top of his list, what made the bottom of his list, and everything in between. I had a great time speaking with him, and I hope you have a great time listening. Welcome to the show, Anthony. Thank you so much for having me back again. Um, you know, I want to talk about the, the the best movies that you saw. Just to let our audience know, uh, you know, 24hourmedia.net, all one word, 24hourmedia.net, includes very thorough reviews of the, the movies that came out in 2019. And Anthony has done a great yeoman's job of explaining the movies and, and definitely offering a spoiler-free uh, a, a review of these movies. So you feel free to go to the site and check these movies out um, You know when you are planning to go out to the movies on a weekday night or a weekend. And uh, here we have to say it because he's usually spot on. So um, before we get into the, the, you know, the top movies, Anthony, I just wanted to ask you, you know, what in your mind makes a good movie? So I really love that question. Um, number one, because I really love movies. I mean, I went to school uh, at the Art Institute of Pittsburgh for digital film and video production. So I dissect movies a little bit different than the general audience and moviegoers. So I look at them a little bit differently. So some of the things that make a great movie to me are some things that some people may overlook, but a few of my things I would say that I look at are a couple of different elements. Number one, story is highly important mm-hmm. and plot. Those are the two most important elements that you should go into whenever you're looking at a movie is the story and the plot. And then there's a bunch of subcategories that I look at, like production design, the color, cinematography, the editing, sound design, the music, all of those in the actors and the performances and all those different things combined to me is what makes a great movie. And when a movie is able to use all those different elements and combine them together to tell a cohesive story and plot, that to me is the epitome of a great and excellent movie. Thank you for that reasoning, because I was just looking up the you, you have your your movies ranked. You, you rank them by um, zero to ten and you go into the <laughs> tent. So you're very precise. Is, is there one particular thing that elevates a movie? Like, say, like if, if the plot is good, but the the the, um, the acting is 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 something to be desired. I mean, does that does that hold more weight or or if it's vice versa? Um, so it it all varies and it all depends. So I guess the number one thing that I look at at a film is originality. Mm-hmm. How original is this more movie? Because a lot of times movie studios will crank out stories and plots that are similar to others. And we've seen them a thousand times. And, you know, you, you can see and hear the plot and the story of a movie and be like, I already know what's going to happen in this movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> So so for me, originality is the number one thing that I look at, something that you haven't seen before, something that's a rarity, and that's what I look for the most. And then 
I mean, acting and all that definitely goes into account. So, I mean, if the performance and the high level of an actor is really good in the movie, that's definitely going to be a lot better than something that a movie where the performance isn't as good. And, you know, if the story or, or if the story was good or the performance of the actor wasn't that good, I'll take that into account, too, because if the story is there, but you can tell the performance of the actors, they're trying their best and they're giving the highest of their ability, then, you know, I'll take that into consideration, too. So there's a lot of different elements to look at. But I would think my number one thing that I look at in a movie is how original is this story and plot? Just to let everybody know, um, Anthony has reviewed um, up to 88 films that were released in 2019, which is very impressive. And, and, and um, <laughs> you definitely have a grind for that. So I, I do appreciate that. Let's get to it. Um, you know, the um, you sent me the, you know, uh, the, the ranked uh, a link to um, your, your ranked films, which which is which is great. Um, and that is available on the uh, the website Letterbox, uh, Letterbox. I'm sorry. And um, I think what profile are you under or is it freeze? Um, yeah, it's just a uh, freeze. I mean, if you search me, if you type in Anthony Freeze, uh, mm-hmm. you'll be able to. Okay, letterbox. That's spelled uh, letterbox. Letterboxed, as in B O X D. So, just to let everyone right. know if, if you if you want to get to the, his personal favorites for um, rank from the best to the worst. And let's get to the best. One thing that was surprising, you know, I, I know that you're a big Marvel fan, <laughs> and <laughs> and I, I it was no surprise to me that uh, Avengers was in your was in. It was definitely in your top your top three. So so I, I see that you had I mean you had it too. Um, but um, the surprising thing, it, it, I, I saw the previews to Parasite, and I really thought that would be a, a great movie because it was something um, you know th- that was dark, but it was at least you know sort of sort of on the light edge of things. But you've you've ranked that as the the, the best movie of 2019. In your review, the one thing that grabbed me, you know, where you said, uh, quote, uh, you know, Parasite is a film that manages to be funny, creative, unpredictable, heart-wrenching, and is extremely thought-provoking while balancing multiple tones successfully at the same time with great performances. From uh, which, from what you um, described what makes a good film, I think that, that particular paragraph kind of sums it up right there. Uh, I just kind of wanted to elaborate with you just sort of your expectations of that particular movie and wh- why you made it the best of this year so I went into that movie not knowing a ton about it I seen Mm -hmm. the trailer I seen the trailer of it but what I love about the trailer as well is it doesn't give out a lot of information about what the story is about Mm -hmm. it gives it gives you a little bit about how it's going to get into it but anything beyond I would say the first 20 minutes of the movie you have no idea what to expect and And I love that. And that's also a commentary on, you know, movie trailers and how a lot of trailers give out sometimes way too much information. So I love so I love how Parasite did the opposite and gave out just a little bit to, you know, give you a nice little teaser and give you a little bit of information of how it's going to get into the story. But nothing beyond that. So. You know, I, I love that movie because going into it, like I said before, didn't know much about it. And it was just so unpredictable. And I had no idea where it was going to go. And that excites me because, like I said, going back to films that are original, there is nothing like Parasite that came out this year. Absolutely nothing. And, and that's what I love about it because there's just so 
it's just so original and it's so refreshing and it's multi-layered with different emotions, uh, sort of like a, a real human being feels because with most movies, uh, you'll see them and it kind of has one tone. It has one emotion focused on. And in reality, human beings don't just feel one emotion and are in one mood all the time. So this movie was able to balance a multiple uh, layers of emotion and feelings and themes and tones and it works very well and that and that's hard to pull off and i think parasite did it the most successfully out of every single movie that came out this year yeah I, you know, when when you had said i mean you you had quoted the movie you, you know what kind of plan never fails no plan at all and and you said that kind of wraps up the film <laughs> perfectly it, you know mm -hmm. When you watch a movie, you, you you definitely want to leave the theater with that movie still in mind saying, you know, wow, that was a great movie or, you know, that that plot really captured me or you're you're reciting something from that plot or you're or something from that. Uh, the premise of the movie really sticks with you and everything. And, and, and um, just reading that review. I felt that Parasite probably did that, you know, so I'm, I'm going to leave. I, I know, like I said, OK, um, you, you rated Parasite number one, uh, you know, and you ranked Avengers number two. But I'm, I'm going to I'm going to save that for later because I know that's near and dear to your heart. Everyone, I just want <laughs> I just want you to know that MCU, uh, you know, Anthony has an affinity for MCU. So there might be a little bias in that. So, <laughs> so I, you know, I'm not a little bit, a little bit, just a little bit, just a little bit. Um, but I want to go to the, the, the number three, which is the Joker that developed a very dark conscience on in the country when that movie came out. I mean, that was something that went um, just people going to that movie and and um, taking bits from that movie, especially from the the, the, the stair scene, the, you know, the, the bathroom dance. You know that that uh -huh. uh, you know that's something that people are emulating online, and that's 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 been gone viral. And it's been, you know, trending everywhere, um, you know, when, when it was it was coming out. One of the things that that I saw that uh, that kind of grabbed me was uh, just the, uh, you know, the atmosphere. Okay, I'm, I'm quoting your review again. You know, the atmosphere of the location is also well designed that it becomes a character of its own. It affects the characters and the people and the environment that it becomes a huge contribution to author author's um, descent into madness. Everything from the garbage pails, fail, failing businesses, poor living conditions, and super rats added to the fill of the city of Gotham. So, so you know, that, I feel like that that's one of... Um, when you kind of get into production and you're, and you're talking about the set and how that became its own character of the film. I mean, am, I, am I getting that right? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Okay. You know, so uh, just kind of... Um, you know, I know you had... Uh, you, know, I, you know, I follow you on social media, so I know you had... Um, you had a elevated expectations of this movie because this was a highly anticipated movie. Um, and, you know, I, I assume that it definitely met your expectations. Just kind of elaborate on that. So surprisingly, um, this actually wasn't like something that I was anticipating to be as great as it was. This is this exceeded my expectations because when they first initially announced this being a a solo Joker film, I thought, and I, I, you know, thinking about how Venom just came out the right. year previously, which wasn't that good, I was disappointed in that. And then I was like, please don't destroy one of the best comic book <laughs> villains of like all time. That's like I was more going into the film just thinking like, please don't mess this up. <laughs> uh -huh. So. Uh, so, uh, so yeah, when it 
uh, it finally came out and the, the teaser trailer came out. I was like, okay, it's got my interest a little bit more. And then the first official trailer came out. I was like, okay, I see where, I see where they're going with this. And then finally getting a chance to see the film. I, I was absolutely blown away by how well they did. And just the performance of Joaquin Phoenix is absolutely amazing. I think he should at least get nominated for Best Actor uh, in the Oscars this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think he should also win uh, because it was definitely the best performance that I've seen this year. And it just completely ex- exceeded my expectations on everything. I mean, the, the production design, the music, the cinematography, the performance was all just extremely well done. It, like I said before, I mean, it, it's just it's it's hard to accomplish hitting all those different notes and making it cohesive. And uh, this movie was just really like a really great character study where the character arc is about a character that initially starts out trying to do good and in society and try to bring joy and happiness to other people. But essentially his environment and the people around him is beating him down. And, and in this story, you kind of understand where he's coming from and you kind of, side well maybe not side but you understand where he's coming from you may not under uh you may not uh, uh agree with the methods i mean his methods are definitely extreme but you understand where he's coming from and uh it's a really good character study in that fashion you know definitely when you you get to series series like uh you know breaking bad and dexter where you, you you're rooting for the quote unquote bad guy, you know, you know, I mean, you're, you know, but you, you get that um, character development and you empathize with, with that character and, and, and the Joker really, you know, appeal to that. I think that's what kind of got people invested in that movie because the the macabre in that was so it was almost soothing. <laughs> you know, it was just kind of, you know. So I mean, so you you empathize with you know a traditionally uh, like an antihero. Anyway, yeah, antihero. Yeah, you're the movie. You're the movie reviewer, not me. So, <laughs> so oh, you know, but. Uh, one thing I noticed, like definitely in your top ten, you know, you you have the 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 mainstream films, you know, Avengers, uh, Joker, you know, Toy Story four is, is in your top, you know, you rate you rate that six. But you know, I see that there's some movies that you know people who wouldn't really know these titles if they, I mean, pedestrian moviegoers, you know, like you know the you have you know the farewell and then you have uh, Peter Butter Peter Butter. Uh, Falcon, um, you know, I heard some great things about that movie, and and your review of that was pretty stellar as well. And, and one thing um, th- that I wanted to talk about too, um, the last black man in San Francisco, you know, that was one of the you know uh, one of the, the best independents of the year all all around the board. You know, people were really raving about that. When I was reading your review of that, you know, you pretty much kind of kind of cornered that as well. Um, you know, one, but one thing I wanted to talk about, I, I know you saw that in Cleveland, correct? No, so, so I, I got a chance to see it in Pittsburgh. It was just in a smaller theater and uh, it was a smaller independent theater and uh, they were shown in and I, I had to run out and go see it. Yeah, because I, I uh, yeah, because I, you know, um, I just you had chronicled your, your, your struggle in trying to find a theater. You know, to, to to see that movie. So I, I just wanted to uh, number one, I'm glad that it was worth it. Go ahead. And, and, and that, 
And not to cut you off, because a lot of independent movies like this is hard to find because they don't showcase them in a lot of main theaters. So when a movie like that comes out, you you almost have to scratch and claw to find a smaller theater that may be showing it. And mm-hmm. uh, the one that I happened to go to was that that in this case. Um, so, uh, yeah, The Last Black Man in San Francisco was, you know, definitely a top 10 favorite of mine that a lot of people didn't hear or know about. And I had a feeling it may be a good one. So I had to go check it out. Yeah, because that was, you know, you, you had rated that at 8.9. The one line that, that, that came up to me, and that's why I asked the, the question generally, just kind of weighing one aspect of a, of a good film against another, where the quote, uh, the line that you said that you wrote was, uh, now, although this is a very cinematic film and a vi- with a very good story, I felt as though it could have been could have been a bit more entertaining for my taste. So that's why I just kind of um, asked you about just sort of weighing the things, you know, because you, you had said something, you know, th- there could have been some more funny stories to kind of break things up. So, you, I mean, although, you you know, you felt that, you know, it was it was serious, but it could have, you know, there could have been some comic relief. You still, you know, raved about Yeah, there could have been a little bit of levity in it. Um, and when I say entertaining, I just mean like sometimes the pacing is a little bit slower. So some mm-hmm. people may be sitting there. I know some people watching this movie may get a little bored because the tone is a little a lot serious in it. Mm-hmm. Um, so just if they had something in there to break it up a little bit, it could have been a little bit more entertaining. And that's just really saying that the time management, and the pacing was it could have been a little bit tighter or faster. Okay. Okay. You know, like like I mentioned before, you know, you reviewed eighty eight films. That's you know, that's 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 a lot. You know, so um, right. you know, there's there's movies. I see you know in the the, the lower half. You know, you have um, some stuff that you know you know popular movies that were in that lower half, like Men in Black and, and Gemini Man. You know, Stuber. You know, you got that, and then you know tw- you know Twenty One Bridges that, that that just came out and. And, and things like that, and, you know, long shot, you know, in glass. I know one thing about glass is that I, uh, you know, I was really anticipating that movie. I think everyone was too. Me, me too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so, you know, that was, you know, that was supposed to be the crescendo of everything, you know? So, I mean, crescendo right. of the M. Night Shyamalan, you know, series, but, um, but that didn't that didn't hit the mark. Um, you know, was that uh, one of the, the the most disappointing films for you? And if not, which which one would you think it would be? Uh, well, I guess the most anticipated one that I had that was the mis- most disappointing. Mm-hmm. Uh, what would be Glass? Because that one I did anticipate to be really good, mm-hmm. uh, and I was really excited for it. But by the time I got to the theater and watched the movie, it just it just didn't hit the mark. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like M Night Shyamalan was either he felt rushed to maybe get the story out. Or there was maybe some financial issues to maybe get the high level uh, or just the level of production design to really make the story be as impactful as possible. Story-wise and narratively, it was a little bit all over the place. Like, you don't even get to see the Glass character until like 45 minutes into the movie. And it's only mm-hmm. like a it's only like an hour and 50 minute movie. So it's like... <clears throat> 
I don't know. There, there was just there was just way more problems in that movie, uh, which was why I kind of gave it a, a lower ranking because mm-hmm. there was. I mean, there's some. There's definitely some positives in the film. I definitely love the uh, the David Dunn character uh, mm-hmm. um, and uh, the Horde because James McAvoy also did a great job in that. His performance was really good, but uh, it's unfortunate because his performance got go unnoticed because the story and the plot wasn't as good as it could have been so there was just a lot of missed opportunities where i felt like this film could have been just a lot better you know um i also wanted to to kind of go over i wanted to be selfish for a moment i wanted to go over some of the films that i thought that were that were great that that i viewed you know like i said you know i'm not the 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 movie savant as such as you are (laughs) but um um but but before i even get into to my sort of favorites and 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 uh complain to you why didn't you rank them higher <laughs> you know <laughs> it is i'm going to ha- i have one my wife has my wife has a gripe with you <laughs> um she i got saw- a killer i know which one this is oh no 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 this is i don't know maybe maybe okay always be my baby always be my baby uh, okay yeah okay which, which which one do you think which one <laughs> just to be curious oh i thought you were gonna say 21 bridges Oh no no my wife my wife had no interest in seeing that movie. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, okay. No, no but always be my maybe. Uh you know uh um yeah that that she she was raving about that movie. Uh, and she's like a big Ali Wong fan. So fan. So oh. yeah so she uh you know she saw that well she saw that because she saw uh, uh rich crazy crazy rich Asians. Uh-huh. And uh and uh you know she was just she just loved her character and she you know you know it's just kind of you, you discover an actress or you know an actor and you just want to see all of his or her films and things like that so she saw always be my maybe and she loved that film so <laughs> so you know that was her um big uh film of the year for in her eyes and uh mm-hmm. and she wants to know why do you have that ranked 51 <laughs> so going back to you know asking me like what i think about a great film it's not mm-hmm. as original it's just not as original. This type of movie literally comes out every year around Valentine's Day on the Hallmark Channel, on Lifetime. Like, you've seen this movie a thousand times. Like, how is this movie that great? Like, I, I, I mean, and, and it's not even that low as far as my rankings. Like, I gave it a three star. Um, yeah. I can't remember the number. I can't remember remember the number, so it's just above average. Um, so it's a decent rom com movie, but mm-hmm. is for me is definitely not number one. <laughs> Does that? I mean, I, I know that that probably gets under your skin, uh, you know, in reviewing the movie. Yeah. Yeah, right. So. <laughs> was there, okay. Was there one? I won't put you on the spot a little bit. Was there one movie that? Okay, you you you. I'm pretty sure you go into these movies with um, with an open mind, mm-hmm. uh, you know. But was there one movie where you know maybe like five, ten minutes into it, you're like, "Oh my goodness, <laughs> what am I doing here?" I, I know this one um, is when I went to actually go see The Kitchen, uh-huh. um, and this one this one has uh, Tiffany Haddish and uh, Melissa McCarthy and uh, 
uh, what's the other girl's name? She was just in Us, Elizabeth something. I can't remember her last name. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, I went to the yeah I went to go see the kitchen, and I wanted that movie to be good. I, I thought it was going to be good. It's a all female cast, and they're pretty much uh, mobsters taking over the neighborhood. And I'm mm-hmm. really into crime thrillers. I mean, it's one of my favorite genres. Mm-hmm. And I thought it was going to be an interesting story to see these women pretty much in these men positions taking over the neighborhood but uh just the way the story was told i mean it, there wasn't enough character development to really get invested into the characters their performances were pretty below average uh mm-hmm. the plot once again the plot is pretty repetitive i've seen it before there's really no new ideas or creativeness in the in the plot at all so that one was just really a big disappointment and the thing that really dropped it even lower for me is they insert this twist like a like towards the third act of the movie that had no business doing there <laughs> and so <laughs> it, it just it just really just made the experience uh, uh, that much unenjoyable for me so that's why I got it ranked a lot lower than I guess I was anticipating it <laughs> yeah because I you know because when I, I, I you know in, in reading the reviews to the really good movies that you've picked I mean the, the favorable reviews that you have you know I, I really enjoyed the, the movies that subpar in your mind and the the, the, the review of it it just tickles me like for instance you know Hobbes and Shaw I, I you know my wife and I we went to the movie theater to see that my mom my mom my you know my wife Candy she loves you know Dwayne The Rock Johnson she loves him I mean she but she even loves um, Jason Stratham even more. So, but uh, this is the line that, that 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 tickled me. And every time I read it, it just cracks me up. Okay. <laughs> this movie could easily be picked apart with all the flaws this movie has. But that would be like picking on a defenseless human being. <laughs> I thought that was hilarious. You know, but, uh, <laughs> because I, I feel the same way, you know, because it, it's, it's um, you know, uh I, I I went into it. You know, every time you see a rock movie, okay, you know you're not going to see like an Oscar, <laughs> you know, you know an Oscar worthy film. I mean, let's just face it. I mean, The Rock exactly. is great. You know, The Rock is great. You, you go there to be wild, and I thought Hobbs and Shaw wild me. Like the wild, you know, being wild. That's that's out of there, you know. But um, that was just funny when you, you had mentioned that, and you know, but um, you know, it's just and sort of. Go ahead. Go ahead. I I, I was going to say, and the reason why I said that is because this type of movie is purely entertaining. So, Mm -hmm. I mean, it's not trying to do anything creative. It's not trying to, you know, give you like an impactful message or Mm -hmm. give you like a great performance. It's just simply there to give you a great entertaining movie to pass the time. And every now and then I like to watch those type of movies too. I don't always like to watch something that's super serious. If there's if there's a movie where I just, you know, want to kill some time, watch something that's entertaining, get some good laughs out of it, I go to Dwayne Johnson. Yeah. So <laughs> he, he, he's, he's literally like your guy if you just want to pass the time, watch something that's funny, entertaining. That's what I look for when I go see Dwayne The Rock Johnson. When I, when I was looking at the rankings, you know, I, I, I see that there was sort of like the zone of maybe like 20, you know, like in, when you got to the low 20s and you kind of get into maybe like in the, the 20s and the 60s, the, the high 20s and the low 60s of your rankings, there were sort of, you know, the reviews, uh, most of them that I read were 
you know, the, the, the you know the movie wasn't bad. You know, it could have been better. You know, but it's still worthy of a look. You know, and that's that's kind of <laughs> how the kind of guy felt with that. Because like, because um, you know, one of the movies that stood out too that in that in that way was um, you know, The Lion King was one. And- Dolomite is my name. I, I, I you know, I, I really enjoyed that movie just because it told a story that that I felt that needed to be told. You know, of of you know a very successful comedian that Absolutely. you know that uh, um, helped. That, that was pretty much like the godfather of a genre of music, basically. You know, so I just kind of want I just kind of want to get your take on that. You know, I'm just kind of outside a review of it, just sort of the um, if, if you kind of. You know, like, yeah, I felt the same way too. I mean, it, I got it um, a little above. Uh, let me just double check. That was um, so yeah, yeah. So I got it definitely above uh, Hobbs and Shaw. So I felt like you know the movie was definitely entertaining, um, but it definitely had a good inspirational message. So it, it, it had a movie that had something to say. So mm-hmm. that's. That's why it's definitely above something like a, a Hobbs or a Shaw or uh, or a Lion King, and it was able to be creative. It it, it gave some really good performances, and uh, it was just a really good story. Like you said, I mean, it was a, a a great story of a great black man that made this original film and on his own money, own dime, right. and started his own production company and all this stuff, um, and he made it big. So it was definitely a great story, and it was a it was a great movie to see Eddie Murphy back in too mm-hmm. and kind of seeing him getting back into the game and give something really good extremely funny like in the first 15 minutes well actually I would say first five minutes of the movie I was thinking to myself this movie is going to be hilarious because <laughs> this lines of dialogue I was like I, okay I'm, I'm going to enjoy this movie so it is enjoyable it's definitely a good uh, inspirational and motivational movie um, and it's one of those where you know it's definitely good to pass the time as well but it gives you a little bit more substance as well but you you know Anthony the thing about that movie that really got me was you, you know you explain what makes a good movie for you and um, you know for, for me one of the aspects is is to forget um, to actually kind of forget what I'm watching, you know, to, to, mm-hmm. to, to forget that, uh, you know, to say to yourself, I'm not watching a movie, I'm watching an experience or something like that. Uh-huh. I mean, I mean, not to say that, you know, that, you know, Dolomite is my name is like, you know, this, this grand cinematic achievement or anything like that. But, but it, it's, it's a, you know, based on a true story. Right. But, but at the same time, it like you said, like five minutes into it, you, you're saying to yourself, man, I'm going to laugh my ass off on this movie. And, right. And, and and that's what I did, and I had to remind myself this is a true story. <laughs> you know, this is a true story. You know, it could have been you could have said this is a comedy about a guy you know who tried to make it as a comic, <laughs> you know, and and he and he did. And you know, if I wouldn't have known, you know, if I didn't know who Rudy Ray Rudy Ray was, you know, Rudy Ray Moore was, I would have you know. Thought it was just a funny movie about the guy trying right. to make it in, in the business, and and that's that's what I loved about it, and and it reminded me of the greatness of Eddie Murphy, number number two. You know, it, it it's uh, like you said, you know, he's back in the game, and, and it's it's you know, you realize what made Eddie Murphy, you know, the the comedian who it, who he is now. You know, because I mean, there's people, you know, there's I got younger relatives of mine, you know, just discovering Eddie Murphy. You know, <laughs> I have Which friends of mine. Yeah, which is well, you know what else is crazy? I mean, people, there's people my age realizing, uh, discovering Richard Pryor. <laughs> you know, I, that's even crazier. 
Yeah, I it's had. Like, come I, on, Har- Har- Harlem Knights, everyone. What are y'all doing? It's it's nice to you know back to Eddie Murphy. It's it's nice that you know uh, you know people are, are are rediscovering him, and uh, and I'm, I'm looking forward for more things to to, to come from him. And speaking as such, uh, are there any other movies that you're you're really looking forward to for for this coming year? Because uh, being an avid uh, movie theater guy such as yourself, I'm pretty sure you you know what's coming on the horizon and, and your expectations of it. Yeah, so uh, actually I have a list also on my letterbox as well of um, my 2020 films ranked predictions, kind of thinking what I think is going to be number one and my least favorite and things like that. But as far as movies that I'm really looking forward to seeing in 2020, uh, mm-hmm. Black Widow is one of them. I, the trailer for that actually just came out this past Tuesday, and I'm really looking forward to that one. I'm also really looking forward to um, let's see here, uh, A Quiet Place 2. I'm really mm-hmm. looking forward to that. I, re- I really loved the first one. I thought it was really good. Um, Bad Boys for Life. That's going to be uh, another one I'm really looking forward to. Yes, most definitely. Yeah. Um, but uh, um, probably my most anticipated movie of next year, though, is um, Tenet, which is mm-hmm. a Christopher Nolan film. Mm-hmm. And and it's my most anticipated, number one, because he's my favorite director and writer. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I feel like he comes up with the most <laughs> ingenious, brilliant stories and plots I've ever seen. Like, mm-hmm. it, like, I, like literally every time this guy drops a movie, I'm thinking to myself, how in the hell is he coming up with these ideas? Because. <laughs> You like he he's literally got he's churning out ideas that literally nobody is thinking of. I mean, just thinking of like Memento and Inception mm-hmm. and movies like that is just like how do you even come up with that? Um, so I'm really looking forward to Tenet that comes out. I think that comes out sometime uh, in uh, either June or July of next year. So that's mm-hmm. the movie I'm definitely looking forward to uh, to to the most. Yeah, I'm, I'm definitely, uh, you know, there's some movies that I'm, I'm really hyped to see myself, you know, like uh, No Time to Die. You know, that that's, uh, you know, that's going to be, that's going to be awesome. Uh, you know, Bad Boys for Life, you know, John Wick 4, you know, that, John Wick, that, that's a thing that, that it, it kind of irks me because I have not seen any of the John Wick movies and I want to, and I, I just kind of <laughs> never got around to it. And he's come out with four and it's like, it, it, that reminds me, uh, I mean, I'm not saying it's like it, but like the, the born identity we saw, um, you know, we got into the, well, my wife and I, we really got into the, the, the Jason Bourne series after the second one came out. You know, because mm-hmm. I saw the second one and me and my wife, we ran, we live right across, we live right across the street from a family video. So, you know, mm-hmm. if you ever want to come over, we go to family video, we can wig out in some movies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, um, but yeah, but uh, we, um, yeah, we went, we went to, you know, to the store and got the first one and, you know, we just got kind of got caught up and everything. I, I'm like that with several movies, like the, the Secret Life of Pets. I've yet to see, I have yet to see it because I want to see number uh-huh. one. But yeah, John Wick 4 is something I'm looking forward to. You know, Bad Boys for Life, uh, Coming to America, that, that um, you know, um, nostalgically, you know, I, I wanted to, you know, get into these films, you know, Fantasy Island, Dune, you know, I, you know, I, I saw the original Dune with Sting in it, you know, and that was, you know, to me, you know, that was the first time, I was a big police fan back in the day, and, uh, uh-huh. you know, that was one of his first roles. 
you know, right. was like his first major role. And I thought that movie was so ahead of its time. And, uh, you know, and of course, you know, Guardians of the Galaxy, you know, I definitely want to see those films and everything. But I'm pretty sure there's going to be some films that kind of sneak up on you as well and everything, because that, that's kind of how how things went, I mean, how things go. You know, Anthony, number one, you know, I, I appreciate you taking the time out of your busy schedule to 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 join with me. Um, but but before we leave, you know, you gave out your uh, your predictions for you know the best actor <laughs> for 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 the Oscars. You you want to kind of throw your your prediction in the hat for best movie. Uh, so that's so that's definitely a tough one. Um, you know something? You, you don't have to say. Oh, you can kind of go oh, winner, but like, let, I'll, I'll even let you do like category. Like, what? what, what okay. You, so, what, what, so I'll give definitely like nominations, and then what I think should win. Okay. Um, so there, and there, and there's also a few movies that are coming out that I haven't seen yet um, that are coming out this month that are already getting a lot of buzz and probably going to get nominated for stuff. So, but as far as things that I've seen, um, I think Joker is definitely going to get nominated. Um, the Farewell, uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, um, the, uh, Jojo Rabbit, maybe, 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 and this is probably a stretch, maybe Judy, but maybe not. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if it isn't. But mm-hmm. out of those movies that I've seen so far, um, I think I, f- I, w- I would really love to see Joker get the win. And the reason why I say that, and I know uh, in my ranking, I got Parasite as number one right. uh, as my personal favorite. Um, nine times out of ten, the Oscars don't really nominate a lot of foreign films. I'm, as much as I would love to see that movie get nominated, number one, if that movie gets nominated, I think it should win. But okay. I don't think it's going to, so I don't think it's going to get nominated. But if it does, I think it should win. And if it doesn't, I think Joker is going to get nominated and I think the Joker should win because I think, uh, number one, that performance was amazing. It was a great character study. It has, you know, great multiple tones in it. And it, it was just a, a overall great, entertaining, creative movie. Well, I'm, I'm, you know, Anthony, I'm so happy to get your perspective on the the, the, the films of the year, and uh, and, and getting your, um, you know, your analysis of it. And it's, you know, like I said, it's very thorough. And I recommend everyone to visit 24hourmedia.net to read the reviews of Anthony Freeze and, and his insight on movies is really worth it. I mean, it's, a, it's they're great reads. Um, you know, you'll laugh, you'll cry, you'll you'll think, <laughs> <laughs> you'll do everything, but uh, but you'll definitely get some insights on the movies that that have been out and the movies that are coming out um uh, anthony do you have i know you have your your instagram and and facebook as such but do you want to let the people know how they could uh view your stuff i mean other than um you know 24 hour media.net so yeah, uh, the hub is definitely uh, 24hourmedia.net. That's where a lot of the reviews are. Um, but if you want to follow me on social media, uh, I'm on Instagram. So if you just search Anthony Freeze, uh, I'll come up. Uh, and I normally just give my name because there's not a lot of people <laughs> with the last name Freeze. So uh, <laughs> even if you just search Anthony Freeze, I'll be able to come up. But I do come up as Anthony underscore Freeze. Um, on Facebook, I also come up as Anthony Freeze. And then uh, if you want to follow me on Twitter, I'm also under there uh, as Anthony underscore Freeze underscore. So uh, those would be the places to find me on social media. 
All right. Well, Anthony, it's a pleasure, pleasure speaking with you today um, on Friends and Experts. Uh, I'm glad that you're on the show. You're on this episode. Um, you are welcome back here anytime. I'm pretty sure we'll be uh, speaking with you uh, for 2020, uh, you know, for the second season of Friends and Experts. So I really appreciate you coming on. Yeah, no problem. I appreciate you inviting me, and I'm definitely looking forward to the things that happen in 2020. 